Welcome, y'all. This is episode two. And we're going to get to hear Madison's story. Yay. Um, so. Why am I nervous now? Like, my palms are <laughs> This will be a five-minute episode. Literally. <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to just tell us? I mean, I don't want to ask the same exact questions. No, you need to be original. Yeah. So can we just start with, like, you've always been infatuated with colleges? Yeah, literally. Okay. I don't know so, why. Like, can you tell us what that looked like when you were I'm younger? Obsessive. Like, I have an obsessive personality. I, <laughs> not really. That makes no, me sound like a crazy don't, person. I, don't I love colleges. Like, I always have. I'm trying to think of, like, the first. Like, memory you had of that. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I think it started even earlier than now. But, like, I remember when I was a, maybe in eighth grade, we started touring colleges for my older sister. Mm. And I was just like, every college we went to, I was like, oh, I'll go here. Oh, I could see myself here. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, dude, you can't go to every single college. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> stop. But I was like, you can't go to every single college. And then I just realized, like, I love touring. I love looking. Like, what scholarships do y'all have? What, like, programs do y'all offer? How are the sports teams? What are your colors? What's your mascot? Like, I don't know. I just love it. And so I've always been, it's always been like, oh, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? This is so exciting that I get to pick what right. I'm going to do. So your perspective is a little bit different than mine. So you had your middle child. So yeah. you had an older sister. So yeah. your parents never, they didn't graduate from a college. No. Um, so what you were following her in her footsteps. So did you feel like you needed to make yourself different? Or... Yes. So I'm, I'm making a face at you because that, like my whole life has that like narrative of like, oh, you're following in Lindsay's footsteps. Like, how are you going to make yourself different? So I've always been like really competitive, really like I have to outdo her. Like I have to figure out a way to be different. And I think I, I really did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. That's the difference between like, I'm a first born. So I never felt like I don't get that yeah. perspective, but I just have this like competitive edge about me of like, I have to be different than her. Like there's no and chance. Are close in age. Yeah. There's three years between us. And so any school that, she was seriously considering immediately turn off. Like, no, not going there, not going to happen. And so, even if you liked it, I mean, I could have been obsessed and I would not have gone there. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. So, originally, she wanted to go out of state to an SEC school. And then, like, financials didn't add up. So, she was smart and went to community college. And then she transferred to an in state school. And it's a beautiful lovely school I could have seen myself being happy there but no way was I going there so (laughs) then when it was my turn I was like seriously seriously considering like junior senior year of high school seriously considering either University of Alabama I can name drop right yeah (laughs) University of Alabama 12 hours away from home huge school all that pride though and then James Madison which was two hours from home probably the safest choice, like an easy, it made sense choice. And so I got into both. I think I applied to four schools total. I got waitlisted from two and I got into JMU and UA. You got into UA first, right? Yes. Because UA, yes, UA does rolling admissions. So I think I applied in like October and I knew in November that I could go there. And then I think I had to wait till like February maybe or March to hear from JMU. But once you got accepted, like I remember this because we were best friends. Yeah. When you got accepted to Alabama, it was like 
you're like, I'm going to Alabama. Like, you didn't outwardly maybe say that, but the hype it got, like, your mom was so proud of you because she yeah. loves the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. They call her a big football fan. Yes. And so I just remember, like, it just, it felt like the inevitable. Like, oh, even if you get into JMU, you're not going to go there. Yeah. And I think it was, like, an internal battle because, like, it was the safe choice to go to JMU. It made sense. It was cheaper. All the things. But there's just something in me that was so proud of getting into UA. And I just, like, I wanted to be different. So we went down and toured. Like, I knew I'd gotten into JMU at that point. So it must have been, like, March or something. And we went down and toured. And I was like, this is it. Like, we went and talked to the director or the dean of arts and sciences and had a meeting with him. And he was like, oh, yeah, you could be so special here, whatever, whatever. And so I was sold. Sign me up. I will say about Alabama, they sell themselves well. Oh, for sure. Like, they – no, not even that they're co- like I'm not trying to say like they're selling something they don't have. They're a great place, yeah. and they have the PR for that too. Don't take your student there if you don't want them to fall in love. Like they'll yeah. fall in love. I fell <laughs> in love, and um, yeah. So I went. That's where I decided to go. And one thing that like was is kind of crazy. Like when I think about college, what's kind of crazy is I was never worried about what are the financial ramifications of this? And my parents never made it like, I love them. And I'm so thankful they were like this. It was never like, Oh, that's going to be too expensive. We can't do that. Like, even though they didn't have thousands of dollars sitting around, it like, wasn't a question if that's what I wanted, they were going to make it happen. And so I went to UA and the first semester I was there. Sorry, I'm like taking over the conversation. No, no, this is, I mean, I would have led you here. Yeah. The f- I was only there for a semester and it has nothing against UA because I obviously went back and lived there and worked there. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. But I I don't know what happened. I just got so anxious. Like when I think back, like orientation day in the summer, I was so anxious. And I don't remember being anxious before that. And so I just got dropped off. And my dad was like, oh, there's a sign-in table. Like you need to go tell them what he size. He was like, be a big girl. Yes. You wanted this. You wanted to go out of state. Yes. Step up to the plate. Yeah. So he, <laughs> I mean, that – this is what you wanted. Yeah. And then it was. And then things t- took a turn. He, I literally can like picture it in my head. He was like, okay, go to that table and tell them what size orientation shirt you need. And I was like, no, nope. Can't remember how to talk to a human. Like, no. And so that whole day of orientation, I didn't talk to a soul unless I was spoken to. And that's kind of like the tone for the rest of the time I was at UA. Like I did not talk to anybody unless I was directly spoken to. So, like, that's no way to make friends in a school of 32,000 people, you know? Right. And what did – so, just fast forward, like, just a little bit. Yeah, that's um, fine. You declared a major when you went. Yes. I, I thought I wanted to do something medical. So, I was, like, pre-med, biology, Spanish, because I was in a Spanish – I'm making a face because I'm kind of laughing <laughs> that – I'm like, where's this medical side? I was always yeah. good at school, so I was just like, oh, yeah. like, really smart people go into medicine. That's what yeah. I should do. I don't know. Doctor, lawyer, whatever. Yeah, I didn't want to be smart. a lawyer, but I know. um Yeah, so, so I had a major, yeah. So what was your what did they advise you to take your first semester? Because as now I'm an academic advisor and uh-huh. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. What's funny is I said like I'm interested in maybe being a physical therapist or something. And they were like, Okay, so you're pre med and you need to take calculus, chemistry, biology, medical, ethics, and um, there's one more. There was one but more that was, was just like, like random. Overwhelming. The hardest classes. And I just like, I mean, I, 
I would study, I would try my best, and I was just getting bad grades across the board. And you were also feeling anxious and alone and all those things. Because before that, like, if I took a test, I got an A. Or if I took a test and got a B, it wouldn't happen again because I was like, no. And so then when I got there, and these were like weed-out classes, and they were weeding me out. And it was, like, making me feel really crappy about myself. And so I, I think, like, by, like, October, I was considering what would it look like to transfer. And then... And you were doing your own research. Like, you were... Yeah, I didn't want to scare anybody that, like, I was in a really bad place. I think y'all knew. I mean, I, was I knew. Place. Your mom knew. We would text about you. Yeah. I Just, like, have you talked to Madison? Is she okay today? Not yes. like, oh, <laughs> she's miserable. Have you heard? <laughs> yes. I would talk to my mom and Matthew every day. I would talk to my sisters and my dad all the time, too. And I was just, I didn't want to scare anybody, but I was like in a really bad place mentally and emotionally and socially and all things. And so I started researching what would it look like to transfer probably in October. And then I think when I came home for Thanksgiving break, it was like, that's it. Like when I go back to take exams and stuff, I'm going to pack up my stuff and I'm going to come home. Like I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I think if I had stayed, like I would have figured it out, but it was so expensive to be there. And to not be like having a good time or taking advantage of opportunities or whatever. Yeah. So I just, I knew it wasn't worth it to keep, pay for another semester. You that. weren't taking it, like you weren't, you weren't enjoying yourself. I didn't because, want to get out of bed. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not saying it bad, but just yeah. like, someone's probably like, oh, she could have made it through that. And I could totally, yeah. I, I totally believe in you. I know you could have, but you were thinking, I'm all the way down here. Tuition out of state is like. Forty thousand dollars a year, a lot, a lot, a lot of, of money, and you weren't taking advantage of all the UA things. Mm-mm. It I was mean, a waste of money, and I knew it, and I wasn't, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um. So you transferred home. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. So you get back home, you get yeah. yourself here. What are you doing? I think when I was researching, like, what would it look like to transfer to another four year? I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I was like, it seems kind of difficult to transfer four year to four year. Not impossible, but just like difficult. So I, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to community college. And I'm going to figure myself the out. The same one that your sister went to and that I went to. Oh, thank you. No, 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 I'm just saying like, it's clearly there's something to this. Yes. So I went there and I was there for like a year and a half until yeah. I got my associate's degree. I was just doing general studies. Um, same as you, I went to school. I got a job and went to work and then hung out with you you were my only friend in town yeah hung out with my family and you then, were my only friend too yeah because everyone's away yeah so we were just hanging out um and so then I did the two plus two program like you but I went to University of Virginia smart smart girl I got waitlisted there out of high school it doesn't so. matter <laughs> no I don't think I could have gotten in there even with whatever transferring so I went to University of Virginia and so that's like One, two-ish hours away from here, hour and a half. Yeah, like an hour yeah. and a half to two. It was super close. Yeah. And I came home every weekend. For the most part. Because I would come up to visit you. Oh, true. If you came up, I wouldn't come <laughs> Right. Up. But I came home a lot. Um, so even though I went to a four-year, like I still was just an anxious Annie and just like needed my family, needed like close people around me to like, yeah. like I feel like I went to class and like social events and everything throughout the week. But then my battery needed to be drained every weekend. So I needed my family or I needed yeah. you or something. And But you loved it there. So Absolutely. Like love, love, you love. participated in like I don't want them to think, oh, you went like 
you're coming across like, oh, I just stayed at home. Like, no, you yeah. did the college. Stuff. I'm just saying my anxiety didn't yeah. go away magically yeah. because I did that. Something started on that orientation day at the University of Alabama and continued for four years. It's still here well, today. No, I know, but I'm just saying throughout your college <laughs> experience. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a negative no. Nancy. No, 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 I'm just no, trying to be honest about yeah. what I was feeling. But yeah, so I went to UVA. I loved it. I had really great professors. I was studying Spanish. And so that was kind of a smaller program, maybe. Or like yeah. a lot of people minored in Spanish. Yeah. Nobody really majored in Spanish. And so I was close to my professors. I had really great professors. I was in the same classes with the same students. So I saw them and knew them. Um, so then... I made some friends. Yeah. So then 2020 gets here. So... Wait, I wasn't done. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I I volunteered through Madison House, which is yes. like a big volunteering thing. And so that was like a really big... That was a social thing I did that I loved. And then I was in a campus ministry. And yeah. so those were kind of my two and the, outlets. And the Madison like House was like you were helping um, read and like helping them with their homework. I was a tutor for like the Hispanic church yeah. that was near campus yeah. or something. Yeah. So loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then I went home for break for spring break in 2020, March 2020, and then never went back. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Didn't get any closure. Um, I think in, like, June, we put masks on and went and moved my stuff out because, like, you had to. Yeah. Um, so that was tragic. So the end of your college experience, like, then just was online. It was Zoom. It switched. Yeah. It was so freaking weird. Like, yeah. so weird. And then there was no graduation. No, we did it from my living room. Yeah. No, they, was... they, they did a good job. No, they did. They live streamed, like, the president speaking on grounds, and, like, it was pretty and whatever. And so I had my cap and gown. I picked that up already. So I wore my cap and gown <laughs> in my <laughs> living room. And my family, like, threw a little party, and you came over, and yeah. we had, like, tacos, I think. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was, that was graduation. But I did. So, yeah. So, but leading up to graduating, mm-hmm. you knew someone that helped you like get connected with that opportunity that you took. Yes. Well, I was super, I had seen you struggle with getting a job. My sister didn't struggle with getting a job, but she didn't like immediately find a career, you know? And so y'all are kind of my two people that I look up to because y'all are both you and Lindsay are the same age and y'all are normally going through stuff and then I have to go through it afterwards. And so I had seen y'all kind of like, struggle a little like bit graduate and then not get I mean it's not like we grad either of us graduated and we're immediately like oh we're in our field doing what we yeah. set out to do yes so I was nervous about that so I turned on that little competitive thing and I started meeting with people um about career opportunities and so I met with Teach for America yeah and I mean I didn't apply but I met with somebody and talked to them about it and then I went to be a college advisor I got that job I got that job before graduation. Like, I think I got it in, like, April, and I didn't start until June. So that gave me some peace of mind that I graduated and I had a job. So you graduated, and then that didn't start until... It started in June. June. Training was, like, over the summer. And then I was a college advisor. Like, it was kind of remote at first. Yeah. And and you worked... So you worked in a high school. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah... Part of when you started was remote, and then it ended up being in person and all that. Yeah. But you worked in a high school, so what were you doing? Meeting with students. I was I was supposed to meet with every single senior in the high school and make them have a post-secondary plan. So whether that was a four-year, a community college, going into the workforce, or going to the Army, they had to pick something. 
And so I was supposed to meet with every single one of them and have a plan. What am I going to do when I graduate? And because it was remote, I didn't meet with every single student because some of them dropped off or like, you know. I mean, you just can't. Yes. Yeah. So, if they were at school, you could be like, you have to come to yes, my office. But you can't make somebody log on to a Zoom. So I think I met with like over 200 students and we did that. Like whether it was filling out a common app, signing up for classes at the community college, taking the ASVAB for the mil- to like enter the military or like meeting with an employer. Yeah. So that was so, a really great experience. And I did it for a year. Yeah. I was supposed to do it for two, but I didn't like working in a high school. It, it was just like. It just wasn't your thing. Yeah. yeah. And so through that, you also set up a lot of just to like pad onto this. A little yeah. Bit. You were also creating opportunities for students. So you would get like recruiters from different colleges mm-hmm. to like set up and do like events, whether they were Zoom or in person is another story. But yeah. So you started to see that side of like, you could work on the entry level side at a four-year university. Yeah. And a lot of the people who worked at the high school that I worked at, because I was working in kind of a rotating job where new people came in all the time. So everybody was always asking me like, what are you going to do when your two years is up? And so I had to be thinking about that already. And a lot of people like from my answers were like, well, maybe you'd like higher ed better. Like maybe you should break into higher ed. So I started applying for any admissions job. Admissions seemed like a good entry point. So I applied to them all over the United States. Yeah. And I said, like, so by this point we were dating. Yes. And I said, just apply where I, because you're like, well, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what did I, I was like, just apply wherever. Yeah. And we'll go. Yeah. And so. I got the University of Alabama job. Yeah. (laughs) I interviewed for other schools, but that was the one that I got the quickest. And I was like, okay, well. Yeah. I guess I better run with it. And so it's just, how did that feel? Like that you had gone there? Like, what did you think? I was, uh, I don't know. I was so excited. because You love like, the University of Alabama. I mean, obsessed. But I was so excited. But I was also like really feeling like the shame and the anxiety come back of like, well, how am I going to tell students to come here if I came here and didn't do a good job? I felt like right. I failed. And so, but I, I changed the narrative. I feel better about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know I can sell UA because it's a great school. And so I I worked as a, a transfer recruiter for two years. So I got, I went to community colleges and got transfer students to come to UA. Yeah. And so now what? Like, so <laughs> now, what? now that brings us to, but just kind of like share more. Like, what do you did want you like me? that? No, like, did you like that? Like, and then how does that like, what are you gearing up for next? And like, yes. what are you about to start? Yeah. And how do you feel about, like, do you feel like closure at UA or do you feel like you still left something on the table? Like, what do you, I don't, do you think I left anything on the table? No, I don't. I don't think I left anything on the table. I just, I want you to, I want you to say you got closure. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I do feel like it was a full circle moment because I like went to UA, transferred out, and then I was supposed to tell students to come transfer there. And so I had to like work that out in my head to like make sense of it all, I guess. Does this make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, I I finally got comfortable with saying like, I'm a transfer student. I went to UA. I had to like accept what had happened to me. Like it felt right. like I was always very shameful about it. And like sometimes I would just be like, yeah, I went to community college and I transferred to UVA. And I would just leave UA out of it. But now I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> because I did everything. Like, 
if a student has a circumstance that they're like they want to go out of state they want to go in state they want to go to four-year they want to go to community college they want to transfer whatever like I got it all I got all the experience like what do you want to hear do you want to apply for scholarships I didn't but I can tell you how like that kind of stuff so I feel a lot more confident in myself now and I think this podcast is a lot of like things that we would we did that we would want to do different or I think it has an air of that yeah so I have that now yeah okay (laughs) so what's what are you doing now like so we our jobs at UA ended two weeks ago yes and we're starting something else next Monday so what are you going to be doing I'm going to be the face of transfer at yes, a community you are. college. Is basically like I think it's a working job title, but every student who is at this community college who wants to transfer somewhere else, they're going to talk to me and we're going to make a plan and make it happen. Yeah. And I'm also going to like have the task of making the community college more transfer friendly and like equipping faculty members and staff members on how to help transfer students have a successful transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll be doing trainings on this is how transfer of credits work and all the things. And, and you're going to be working with recruiters at four years. Yes. So I'll, I kind of switched roles. Yeah. But this is like a big girl job. Yeah. It's got a it's lot of responsibility. I know. But like, do you feel like this is like everything just kind of coming together? Or do you feel like, like, what are you feeling about it? I feel... I know you're nervous. Yeah, super yeah. nervous is my first, like, reaction to the question because I'm... I don't like change. I know. But I'm... I think it's really cool. I think you have the heart. Like, I think your heart is in... Like, this is where your heart is. Yeah. I mean, I could be interpreting it wrong. <laughs> no. I don't know. I it's kind of just like all roads led to here and yeah. it's a really cool full circle story and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, um, I feel like we touched on everything. Yeah. Um, Told y'all it would be short. <laughs> it's not, though. It's been 22 minutes. Yeah. Um, so what is your wrap-up, like, takeaway? Because that's what we did at the end of mine. Yes. So just for this one, like, I just reflected back on kind of the story of my yeah. college experience to where we are now working on a college campus Mm -hmm. so like what what are your takeaways or advice I guess one thing is just like being really honest about your experience is something that I struggle with a lot because I didn't like I didn't want to tell my family that I was having a hard time I didn't want you to be worried about me I didn't want to tell people all the all the many institutions I've been to like I just was very sugarcoaty about everything that I went through And then I, like, that made me more shameful, and it was kind of like a circle. So when I'm, like, starting this new job, I want to be really honest about circumstances and just, like, be authentic and not try to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's how people, like, get to be connected is actually being honest and, like, genuine about what you've gone through and then connecting on that. So that's something I work on and have been working on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess if anyone's listening, I don't have anyone out there. Um, <laughs> if you have any like specific questions or like subjects you want us to hit, let us know. Just let us know. Um, but yeah, so that that's a wrap up of now you know both of our stories. Yeah. Um, and so we'll have to talk about the intersections of the yes. stories because that was so separate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, but I think it was important for yeah. us to both share both. I do too. And then we can talk about how they intersected. Um, and yeah, so we'll be back. But um, thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. Bye.